0: Toss a coin to your witcher, oh, valley of plenty, oh, valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your witcher, a friend of humanity. All right, guys, that's right. This is not your regular digital soup goodness that you're going to get on a Friday This is a very, very special bonus edition. I know we retired the super reviews, but we had to come back for The Witcher. So joining me today, I'm usually Dave. As you know, I have Adam and fan favorite, Rarely Jesse. You guys are joining me today. We're going to talk all about The Witcher on Netflix because we just had to. This show kind of captivated all of us for different reasons. So what do you guys think? Let's get into a little Witcher discussion.
1: Well, first of all, thanks for having me on today, Dave. Oh.
2: You beat me to the punch. <laughs> I was, <I> was, <laughs> was going to say, wait, who, say who that. am I talking to? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to talk about
1: The Witcher, brother.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this. Jesse, how you been? I have been fantastic. It has just been absolutely, the past couple of months have been really, really good to me, I have to admit. Well, awesome. that's what happens
0: when people, you know, come on Digital Soup. Their they, fortunes they, change for the better. That's right. Yeah, we are like a good oh, luck charm. That's awesome. I'll nice. oh, have,
2: have to be on more often. You stop calling <laughs> me
0: rarely, Jesse. Right. Well, I'm usually Dave. We couldn't have you be like any more uh, any more often than usually. So maybe randomly, Jesse. Randomly, that would, Jesse. That would fit too. Yeah. Maybe the I, butcher I st- of Blaviken. Yes, so we've got the butcher on. Yep. <laughs> Is this the butcher? <clears throat> butcher, yeah, are the, you there?
2: I'm the baker. <laughs> Wait, <laughs>
1: who's the candlestick maker? Oh no, it wasn't the wasn't the butcher um, Chad from Hazard, Nebraska, or whatever it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Uh-oh. Chad from Hazard, Nebraska. I got bodies in my trunk. trunk. <laughs> okay, we're we're way nice. off, That's,
1: way off the ta- beat. Let's already. talk about the Witcher. Yes, so, please. I guess I'll i kind of start here. I, I yeah. watched this, never having read the books or anything, never having even played the game. Okay. So for me, this was my introduction to The Witcher altogether. Okay. And I am a Henry Cavill fan. I liked him in Man of Steel and those things. And I think he's a good actor. Um, and so it was, it was interesting to see for me. I mean, I didn't know anything about the character of uh, Geralt of Rivia, but he he's pretty subdued. You know he doesn't really talk a lot, and he's just kind of like annoyed with everything. He likes he's one this word, magical a lot. witcher. Yeah, th- there's the f bomb that he enjoys <laughs> using frequently, <laughs>
2: which has has good comedic effect. It does. Uh, I, I'm in the same boat as you, Adam. <clears throat> I'd never read the books. I would never played the video game. Uh, I had heard a great deal about it, and a, a lot of people were really complimentary about the show, and so I was intrigued and uh, i have been thoroughly enjoying myself yes
1: fantastic (laughs) and there's a total of eight episodes um this you know when i first saw it you compare it to things like lord of the rings or game of thrones and things like that um it's it's different this is way more fantasy magical kind of stuff to me um but it was it was quite enjoyable i think and I'm excited for season two. As am I.
0: <laughs> it so you guys had no no prior knowledge at all, huh? Dude's got white hair and it looked like Skyrim. That's all I knew. Yeah. See, I, didn't I, I know had that much. There's a horse. Yeah, Roach is <laughs> Roach. <a> horse. Yep. <laughs> and you know, I I had I haven't read the books. I've heard a little bit about them because. A friend of the show, Mac, um, these books are written by a Polish author, and Mac, being from Poland, uh, was very familiar with them. And so he had told me a little bit about the books at some point in time, you know, probably a year or two ago. And I have spent a little bit of time playing The Witcher 3, the game, but that's about the extent of it. And from what I understand, the show is based entirely off the books. It's not based off the game at all. Although if you've played the game, because the game is based off the books, Obviously, there's there's a lot of similarities and in, in you know what's going on and what's happening, but mm-hmm. I I didn't know what to expect from the show. Well, it know, opens
1: with it, kind of a cool monster
0: fight, right? And and that's what I was going to say right from the get go. I mean, I I, I immediately was kind of thinking like, okay, how's this going to stack up to Game of Thrones? Because I was a huge Game of Thrones fan, but. I have to say this this whole series opens just so much stronger than Game of Thrones ever did. It comes in and it's, it's literally just, you know, massive monster fight into uh, you think he's saving a deer. And then he eats the deer and shows up in town and is hated by everybody. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> We're off and running. This is awesome.
1: Why does his eyes turn black when he monster fights?
0: Well... They don't they don't really fully explain it in this first season. This is something that um from what I understand it's it's basically when he goes into I mean for lack of a better way of explaining it into Hulk out mode Beast where it's mode. yeah he he goes into full on Witcher mode and starts you know being able to channel more of the magic side of things it takes a toll on him but that's what the Witcher is. I do like that he had to drink like a little power up yeah, like, I noticed. Oh that man,
1: I need my five-hour energy.
0: Bam. <laughs> well, in the in the game, at least I know you craft different potions and different things to give you different um, boosts. You know, at certain times, and it's not the source of his power. Because are, are you guys familiar? I know they kind of hint at it late, late in the the season. Here, are you familiar with what a witcher is?
2: No, just a mutant uh, that was made to. Hunt and kill monsters, I thought.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that was the guess for me yeah, too. Basically, yeah, what they did, and that's why there, there's an episode, and this is a spoiler, we'll jump way ahead, where he has a flashback and he's seeing his mother. Yep, yep. And um, he's telling her about this, like, how could you do this to me and everything else? Are you aware? Because what they do is they basically subject them to this ritual um, to mutate them, to give them the special powers, but only like three out of every 10 kids survives it. It, it well, kills more people than actually get the powers. And it's a very dark thing. And that's why there's so few of them because no one's willing to do it anymore. And so in going through that, it, it does mutate them, transform them, makes them you know, more than human, not full-on monsters, but they have heightened senses, heightened smell, vision, you know, strength, and all, all these different things. And they're trained, highly trained in fighting and magics and different things like that.
2: That was really cool, awesome,
0: yeah, now <laughs> sorry i i I didn't want I don't wanna maximize all the time. I want to hear what you guys say about what you guys think about the show, but in that first fight sequence, that's okay. one thing let's start there, not the monster fight, but in the first town when he earns the name of Butcher of Blaviken.
1: Oh yeah, this great choreography. It was oh fantastic. My gosh.
0: This whole series is full of just brilliant fight scenes. Yep. Well, he's kind of established as a, a
1: 100% bad A, you know, fighter. Right.
2: Right off the bat. I, I. I, The thing that I didn't understand about that particular fight is if witchers have this reputation of just being bad A's, why were those guys so hepped up with the idea of fighting <laughs> him? Especially <laughs> now, the last guy I just hmm, kill killed you. everybody. Yeah. I could well, take him.
0: I think the main reason is because. A everybody hates them, the Witchers.
1: They think that? they're
0: just abominations. Like they're not natural, so they want to rid the world of them.
1: It ain't natural.
0: <laughs> right. But the other thing is the Witchers are actually like your white knight. They're even though they're dark and brooding and everything else, as you see in the series, they're actually there to to protect. They're there to to save people. And so For I think a you know, I'll, yeah. They're there for coin as well. And I think what happens is a lot of these people get really bold thinking we can push them so far that they won't fight back because they don't really want to kill people. They're, they're more interested in hunting monsters. So just kind of a mob mentality there. Now, the one thing about the fight sequence is this, this is a, a little factoid for you. Um, I'm not going to drop in any flick facts, sounds, or anything like that, but The Witcher is actually has ties to Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah. In what way? So the the season one fight choreographer, what'd you say? <laughs> they're swords. Yes, they're swords and magic. No, the season one <laughs> fight, <laughs> <laughs> fight choreographer, um, his name is Vladimir Ferdik, Um he is the choreographer who did all of the fight choreography in The Witcher as well, except for that one fight uh, where he gets known as the Butcher of Blaviken. That was done by someone else. But mm. all the rest of the fighting in the series is all done by the same fight choreographer. That fight choreographer also coincidentally played the Night King in Game of Thrones. Ah. So he was your main villain in, in Game of Thrones, but... Wait. So the so, Night
1: King in Game of Thrones actually choreographed everything.
0: Yeah. Whoa.
1: In In Game of Thrones.
0: In Game of Thrones, he was the the fight choreographer <laughs> in Game of Thrones. Yeah.
1: Now drop the knife and stab me with it.
0: <laughs> Catch yeah. it in your other hand. Right. Like, right. Yeah, it's, it's so it's kind of interesting, and I know I, I've watched. I'm making some... him
1: sound like the emperor. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh no, we're not going Good. down that road. Your faith in your friends is yours. <laughs> oh, that's, pretty, that's better. I like yeah. that. <laughs> we should have had him on last episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, so our impersonations are just terrible.
1: Anyway, yes. yeah. So, in, in the first episode, they they kind of establish um, what these mages can do because he he runs into this first mage who has is having a. Really interesting, like magical holodeck, uh, adult-themed party. When he shows up, and um, they he wants him to take care of this this free girl, which she he gets a counter proposal, and then she wants to kill the mage, and anyway, I don't remember it exactly, but well, uh, Geralt ends up killing the, that girl in that same fight.
0: Yeah, because they they both basically tell him he needs to choose, and this is where we get the first hint of the Witcher's character is that he's he's being told he has to choose between the lesser of two evils, and his oh, yeah, code yeah, yeah. is yeah. that he 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 won't choose. Then they can sort it out themselves. Well, lesser she, evil is still evil, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and she draws him into it and ends up fighting, and that that was a pretty amazing fight scene there too. But that also introduced that wizard or mage or whatever you want to call him. He ends up playing a pretty critical role later on in the series you find out. Ah, Gandalf.
2: Yes. No. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, Dumbledore. No. Dumbledore. He <laughs> <laughs> No. He he ends up being the main uh mage that's opposed to helping fight against the Nilfgaard later. So. True, true. And know. when he kills that girl, by the way, she also warns him of the girl who will
1: be of a girl who will be his destiny. Right, yes. and
2: the girl in the woods? Yep. Yep.
0: And so this, this, the thing is with the Witcher, you find out episode one, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of like useless exposition. They don't spend a lot of time introducing people and this is who this is and this is what they're doing. You are just thrown right in. The story jumps off. Which I really enjoyed. How many words words do you
1: think Henry Cavill had to speak? In that
0: first episode? eight, four. Well, he had some. He says
2: the F word. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was that was four of the eight right there <laughs>
0: <laughs> you mean in the whole series or just he in just doesn't first? talk much in the whole series he's he doesn't but action. he has some some moments but that's very true like even from the games i know he doesn't say a lot he's gruff he's to the point he's seen a lot of crap and in mm-hmm. you know so he just he doesn't he he stays clear he thinks a lot about what you know what's being said and looks past the baloney um but what you don't know right off the bat with this series is that it has you jumping around timelines
2: like crazy.
1: Yeah, that did mess me up the first time I finally caught on. Where Wait yeah. a second. Yeah. Well, uh,
2: <laughs> was it the third or the fourth episode? that It, it wasn't until the very end of it that I was, oh, yeah. right. Okay, yeah. I understand now. But it
1: was still manageable to try to figure out. Yes. You know, so and it, at some point, the yeah. timeline merged finally.
0: That's For me, funny. when... When it clicked was when we saw all the stuff with Yennefer, who I guess we can get to that. You've got basically three main characters in this thing, Geralt of Rivia. You've got Ciri, who is a princess on the run, which we meet right away, and she's on the run from the very first or second episode. Granddaughter of the warrior queen lady. Right, right. And then we've got the third character of Yennefer, who we meet initially. Um, I didn't realize that's who that was going to be, because she's like very physically deformed and they find her on this farm and, you know, she gets taken into this magic school basically, mm. but it's dark. Like you're a wizard, Yennefer. Well, <laughs> d- you know, the thing oh, is what? like she's being pushed to into all this stuff and she wants it so bad, but the yeah. price for failure, it, it reminds me like, remember when we talked about Willow yeah. and everyone gets turned to pigs and how it's kind of terrifying when you really think about it. Mm. Same thing here where she sees her friends who she thought were ascending to mage level finding out that no they actually weren't worthy they just got turned into eels and are going to forever swim in this pool of water that you know feeds the the chaos is what they call it the magic and so it's like wow yeah. you don't make it you're going to permanently be living as an eel in the, in the yeah. castle moat I, I think
1: they did a really good job with with kind of developing her character from the beginning as I mean, you feel bad for her. Really, right. Really bad for her. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean you can tell from just kind of looking at her, like, okay, we know that lotus is all prosthetic and Right. You know, at some point she's probably gonna be like revealed. There I that's that was my guess, is that at some point the magic's gonna turn her into a good looking chick or something like that. Well, I was hoping
2: that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Alas, <laughs> it did happen. Well, it did, and it came at a price <laughs> which drives that character forward. I know we're yep. kind of skipping around, but- Plastic surgery
1: know, without any anesthetic is well. Oof,
0: I yeah. Although and it,
2: it, it, I thought it was really, it, seeing, uh, it's uh, the second episode, seeing her uh, home life when she starts off. Like, right. You yeah. really start to understand what drives her character later on in the show. Mm-hmm, uh, right. She had nothing, she had no power. She was valued less than, going back to the pig theme, a yeah. pig. I, the, her quote unquote father uh, sold her right and so four marks for, for four marks and so you 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 genuinely begin to understand well yeah if if you're coming from a place of you you had no control over your life whatsoever you want as much control as you can get so I, I do sympathize with her in this
0: yeah it, it, it's wild because the other thing, Fast forwarding to her transformation, yes, it's kind of like plastic surgery with no anesthesia. They she she forces uh, the one mage to go through the the ritual, basically of you know ascending her to full mage status. And the cost of that, getting rid of her physical deformities, is that she can you know literally has her womb ripped out from her. She can no longer have children. And that's when the timelines caught up for me. Was that. There's a point in there. There's one episode where we see her on full display, power wise, and she's mm-hmm. making these portals and jumping all over, trying to rescue this this woman and her child. And well, she, and she can't mentions do that it. she's been doing this. She's been in this service for all these years, right? For thirty like, oh, years okay, or something. Fast forward. Yeah, and that's when it dawned on me, like, oh man, we have not even seen present day Geralt yet. Like, this is all still gonna catch up and that's when the timeline kind of clicked i was like i see what's going on here you know what it reminded me of adam was when we saw dunkirk
1: oh yeah the the switching timelines right and how that's they they way. condensed
0: yeah. kind of the hour the day and the week or whatever it was yep. into one all fluid real-time. timeline and that's kind of what they did here only it's years and decades <laughs> happening yeah. yeah and less guns well yeah no, this is true. <laughs> More magic. <laughs> Garalt pulls out a nine. Well, and I oh, going back I to that first fight scene real quick. I do oh, have yeah. to say, I was I was giddy with excitement because one of the first things you see, he kills the first person brutally, and that's the one I think he rips off the top of his head basically after stabbing him through the mouth, and then yeah, just he rips up. That was he, brutal.
2: Yeah, he cuts his head in half while pivoting the sword. Right, and, and he he jams a sword through the guy's mouth and then pivots the sword over. Yeah, that was. I was Just, very impressed by that. I was like, "Wow!" And then the very next
0: move, as he's coming down this this side street, you see him use magic, and he kind of puts his hand out, and there's like a blast of air, and that's that's. I mean, it's obviously in the in the books as well, but that's one of the earliest um, uses of magic in the game. It's it's a spell that he has that lets you basically. Stun and push enemies back when you get attacked by a group of people. It's like straight. It was like watching the game. I was like, "What? They did it! (laughs) It was so cool." Did you hold a (laughs) controller while you watched? I should (laughs) have. I should have, but I didn't. It it was. It was fun. Come on. No, no, no. (laughs) I wasn't riding roach around anywhere. (laughs) And I do have to mention, you were correct, Dave. Uh, Henry Cavill is ultra jacked in this show. Right? He is bigger than when he played Superman. (laughs) Like, he just got
2: massively huge. He is one fit dude. Yeah. No two ways about it. Insane. Probably doesn't eat a lot of cheeseburgers anyway. (laughs) Well, let me
0: ask you that. We're talking about Henry Cavill at this point. How hard was it for you to get used to seeing Superman with these crazy shining yellow eyes... White hair and dropping f bombs constantly. Uh, it was pretty easy. See, I see, you know, I, I found myself through the whole series, even the last episode, and I was still like, Clark, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Geralt turns around. He's
1: wearing glasses. I'm not, I'm not, uh, Geralt. <laughs> no, I'm Clark
0: I'm, of Smartville. <laughs> well,
2: I, uh, I, I, I didn't know it was him. That's uh, this is a confession. I, I'd heard that it, the show was great, and I think someone had mentioned that uh, Henry Cavill was in it. And but I I I'd, I'd spaced it so the first time, first three episodes, I'm watching. Didn't realize it, that, that I, was the actor. Yeah, I was, I was looking at him like, that's he looks really familiar. Does he, he, does he have a wig? I'm, he might. Have, he must have a wig. No one has hair like that. And then and then watching the fourth episode with my wife, I was like, Henry Cavill, Henry. Cavill, Holy crap! That's <laughs> Superman. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I came into it a little late, and yeah, I've been, I've been having a little bit of difficulty with remembering that it's not Superman. It's, it's not Clark <laughs> It's more that, like Zod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But no, I, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed him in this role. He's he's, he's really he's really taken to it, and, mm-hmm. and I see less of Superman and more of the Witcher every time I watch the show. Well, and I had, I had
0: watched uh, an interview with him of all things, Rich Eisen, who was a sports guy, you know, an ESPN or one of those networks. um, He had Henry Cavill on talking about uh, the Witcher series and hearing how this went down, you know, this whole thing got made. Even Henry Cavill was a huge fan of the books and heard that there was rumors that they were going to look to adapt it to a series of some sort. And he immediately got on the phone with his agent and had his agent literally calling Netflix every day. Call him again. Call him again. Did you hear anything? Call him again. I want to, I want in. I want to play Gerald. He wanted that role so bad. Wow. He just hassled them for weeks, I guess. And <laughs> then finally, when they got around to doing it, like the first, first rumors of it happening kind of fell apart, I guess and then when they got around to it when they finally put their the writers in place and started casting it um mm-hmm. because he was so persistent with it they called him right away and so i mean i he was the He's perfect been a good fit, fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i so, didn't I mean, like I the seeing... yellow eyes though <laughs> they sometimes they, they annoyed me because sometimes they looked like he was uh, one of those googly like if you went to the like a, a craft store <laughs> And got googly eyes like that googly you just stick eyes. on things. Sometimes the way those eyes were done, it's like they were bulging <laughs> out of his head and like googly looking. And I was like, whoa. And I don't know if that's like contacts he's wearing, I'm assuming so, or if it's, it's something be. they did in like CGI. I mean, it was no mustache from Justice no, League. That's good. <laughs> but every now and then his eyes got a little googly, and I was like, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> So obviously we don't want to go into every single
1: detail of every episode because that would just be way, way, way too much. But I mean, overall, I think this was a good story arc. There's, there's a few, you know, a few of the main characters that we should probably talk about. Of course, the the princess, the, the, the queen who is like, you know, on the first episode doesn't seem so bad, but then as you get into it, she's a bad lady. She's not, (laughs) she's, she's (laughs) not trustworthy. And this whole, like, I do want to talk about this whole, um, the law of surprise at some point. Yeah. You know, cause that was like Tackle. a head scratcher for me, but um, the Bard, of course, being mm-hmm. another great character in here, he's the main Comic
0: Relief. As and, you uh, heard from the song in the yep. beginning. Exactly. You know, I realized we didn't even, we didn't even let people know that that was our own creation. Yep. That was us. <sighs> yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Should we should um, we tell them the backstory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. All right. So this song, toss a coin to your witcher has gotten stuck in everyone's head there's like a million covers of this thing online and so a couple days before we were recording this i'm sick as you can hear i've got this cold and i just had this song stuck in my head and i was down at my computer doing some work wife and kids are gone and i'm like i'm just gonna record it and see how bad i sound then i sent it to adam saying listen to this it's so terrible and then i did a second take of it Adding some different, you know, some more layers to the voices and stuff, and I was like, "Oh man, this is so horrible! <laughs> I can't even stand the sound of my voice." And then tonight, as we sit down to record, Adam's like, "Hold on, it'll be just a, just a few minutes. I got to finish up something." And then, boom, sends me that that finished piece of music. He took it was the the rough tracks I had sent, and then uh, Adam and Jesse they nailed out the rest of it. So very yep, cool. All, it's our it's a digital soup singing. original. Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: digital soup. Original cover.
0: Original cover. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Original folks.
1: production. Yep. Enjoy. Try. Try not to wear your thumb out. Hit and replay. Okay, everybody. <laughs> relax. Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer. Um, so, <laughs> so this. Let's get into the law of surprise because that yeah. that comes into into play for how uh, Geralt is is tied to the princess. What's her name? Siri. Siri. Um, and the reason Surrella. she's looking for him. Um, so the queen knows that the, the witcher's one of the baddest dudes on the planet. Right. And, you know, in the, some of the first episodes, she's like, go find Geralt of Rivia. And it's like, uh, okay. But we find out a little later how this happens. And it's because there's this thing called the law of surprise where you can claim something from somebody that they don't know they have yet
2: apparently i, I right. really really like that that little twist that's the the just the concept of it and the way they yeah. explained it you know it could be you show up and it's a dog or it's uh <laughs> it's a, a a a bumper harvest you know some right. coin collection a, yeah a coin collection or in some cases a child so or it, a it, hedgehog for a husband yeah
0: <laughs>
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it should be made known in Siri's Dad was Sonic.
0: <laughs> so that's when we first are introduced to this whole law of surprise. You know, Geralt is at a festival of sorts or some kind of uh what would you call it? Ball or or something. They're trying to marry off the queen's daughter. So he is there protecting the bard. Turns out he knows everyone there. And the queen's uh, soon-to-be husband wasn't her husband yet. Um, he had his life saved by this mysterious knight at some point, and in return, the knight didn't ask for anything. But he, but the king-to-be, you know, said he could. They did the law of surprise, and so when he came back and, and claimed the hand, they wanted to kill him. But he called the law of surprise. He he claimed. His due.
1: And the interesting thing is, the law of surprise, everybody except for the queen was like, <gasps> of oh, oh, surprise, oh. can't mess with it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, was, it's it was sacred. Boom. It yeah. is extremely sacred. And even she's like, I suppose. Well, she's trying to get around right. it. So I'm looking at witcher.fandom.com. Mm-hmm. So the Wikipedia of law of surprise. And it says, and I'm going to quote it The law of surprise is a custom as old as humanity itself. The law dit- dictates. That a man saved by another is expected to offer to his savior a boon whose nature is unknown to one or both parties. In most cases, the boon takes the form of the saved man's firstborn child, conceived or born, born without the father's knowledge. Hmm.
0: And it's tied to destiny.
1: Yeah, which we, we find child out that.
0: Yeah. See my name. See my there. name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We've f- if you
1: liked
2: it you should have put a ring on it yeah, it's just to the left to the left <laughs> right there the box to the left <laughs> so we find anyway. out that
0: destiny also plays a huge role because initially the queen is like screw destiny you're not doing this she tries to kill the hedgehog boy And some kind of weird magic thing happens where the hedgehog and the queen's daughter are like floating and everyone's getting thrown around. (laughs) The the show
1: sounds really stupid when
0: we talk about this hedgehog. (laughs) Well, they never really explain what that power is.
1: The daughter's apparently got some kind of magical powers that just suddenly came out when she was under stress. Just like we saw with Siri where she screams and it's like, uh, killed, like, like the massacred those people. Screaming lady from Kung Fu Hustle.
0: Something. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> Geralt is able to fight through it and stop the murder and everything and the queen is like okay I get it I'm not going to tempt destiny anymore blah 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 and so then then Geralt leaves and he says I'm not I don't believe in destiny etc and that's he's out of the picture then until <laughs> the events later but the that power is very weird and in Siri is his law of surprise, and he doesn't know it. He doesn't know anything about the child <laughs> until everything, you know, Nilfgaard's killing everybody.
1: And he just casually says, uh, I'll just claim the law of surprise then. Yeah, give me yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure, no, whatever. whatever.
0: And they're all like, oh, what the have you done? with child. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. yeah
0: <laughs> the Kool-Aid
1: man bursts in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of, only it was Nilfgaard through the walls. Well, and this is the part, you know, this kind of spoils things, but when you look at what happens in the end, you know, eventually these timelines all line up and you find out that Geralt came there to, to claim and protect the girl. He tried to protect her, get her out of there because Nilfgaard was attacking. He knew she was in danger. Mm -hmm. The queen tells him to get lost. I will have you killed, whatever else. And he doesn't want to do it. He sticks around, tries to find a way to get to the child. Still, finds out what's going on because they were going to give him a fake stand-in for Siri. Yeah, <laughs> child. Yeah, and and he uh, sees her out on the street and, and realizes what's happening. So then the queen, in all of her wisdom, locks him in a dungeon, and so he's there locked in a dungeon. While while she's dying and telling Siri, go find Geralt of Rivia Rivia, he's in a dungeon. <laughs>
1: you know? She and forgot he, to he, say
0: he's downstairs. <laughs> right. Here's you know, she could have said take a left and not a right. But you know, he, he goes I shall th- travel the country. <laughs> yeah. And so she's she elf escapes. Boy. Yeah. And and that was kind of weird too, by the way. But we'll the get Vulcans? to that.
2: The whole elf thing. Like they yep. don't explain it much, but so well, the, I'm, I'm hoping for more on that, uh, more on that in season two because the, yeah. the way that they've been treated so far in season one, yeah, you know, they they talk about uh, not the was it the purge, just that the lots the of elves, elves got yeah the cleansing. There we go. That lots of elves got slaughtered in the right. order of the queen. I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing more of this. It's backstory. A correlation
0: with like racism and
1: genocide, I think.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's two the, of my hobbies. Oh, jeez, <laughs> it's. Edit. <laughs> I'm not editing. <laughs> um, it's it's where we find out how bad this queen really is, though, because yeah. that's that's how she protected her kingdom is just by eliminating everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not a good person, no. Well. And she's now she doesn't even recycle, yo. She what? She just throws everything away. Oh she doesn't yeah, even yeah. recycle. <laughs> yeah. Although she gets recycled, <laughs> remember yep. when the the Nilfgaard mage who is classmates of Yennefer, um, you could say she cuts off a chunk of the queen's skin and it gets eaten by this other mage and then they yeah, basically gut him. And she reads yeah. his guts and says, oh, Siri is in the blah, blah, blah forest, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. So there's some dark magic happening. She probably like... I Saw a note sitting on the floor that said that, and was like, "Uh, yeah, eat this,
1: yeah." B- <laughs> Siri's
0: over there. Good thing we did the magic stuff. So, what do you guys think uh, about Tweet Siri lines. and these powers?
1: She would always win an argument.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they don't explain it. Melts. All the, all they say is she's got some kind of powers. Now I know a little bit from the games where things she's are got headed. The glow and not- from the last dragon. Well, the gold dragon. The glow one. from the last dragon. Oh.
1: Gotcha. Anyway, never no. mind if
2: you haven't seen it. Yeah, the gold dragon was an interesting one too. That was a very, I, I oddly enough, I, I was watching that again with the wife and mm-hmm. I, I hit pause, I turned to her and I I said, I'd be willing to bet that blah, 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 blah is what happens. And she looked at me and went, yeah, right. And um, not to brag, but I'm bragging that I actually called the show. I, uh, I I've, <laughs> yeah. it was very... I was I was very pleased to see that it turned out exactly as I had predicted. Oh. That it guy's was a
1: dragon. <laughs>
0: yeah. Here's a gold
2: dragon. A dragon. <laughs> In my best Ron Burgundy
0: voice. <laughs> you could tell immediately it was a dragon. <laughs> I thought that was a cool thing. And and you know, Geralt is there because he doesn't want you know, he he's sworn to protect dragons. He knows they're sacred kind of, and he doesn't want anything hurt. Yennefer is going there because she believes the blood of a dragon will allow her to conceive a child, which is not true. And based on the story, at least I maybe it is yep. true in real life. I mean, if I never, never drank dragon's blood. I couldn't tell you. I'm just saying.
1: Well, I'll check on WebMD. Okay,
0: yeah. What about that other one you recommended, the not WebMD, but the other doctor one? Remember the app where you can you just did it Do- as a recommendation. Doctor Who? Did no. Virtuel? Oh, well? Yeah, Virtuel. Maybe they'll <laughs> tell you. Can yeah. dragon's blood let me get pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they will uh, say. I'll
1: redirect you to the new age shop downtown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they will Leave all say, your you're crotch. a dude. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so no dragon's blood done? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no dragon's blood. So, oh man. So Siri, what do you think of this mysterious elf boy that just finds her though? It reminded me instantly of
1: Star Trek where Spock had to hide his ears so he'd put a hat on.
0: Clark Kent and- moment. <laughs> what? It's a Clark Kent moment. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. His secret disguise. No well, glasses, makes, but a hat. It,
1: it kind of sets a precedent that you do not want to be caught out in the open as an elf.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he's
1: still a good kid.
0: Yeah. Even though he leaves or I, I think, I think you, I, I, Jesse, I think you had said it earlier on that season two, we're hoping to see kind of more of this stuff come forward. And I, I think that's what's going to happen. When you look at the way this season played out from start to finish. It really was a giant setup for now the real story can start. You yeah know, it, it felt it, that way. Kind of yeah. like Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you guys think? I know we've we've referenced Yennefer, we've made a lot of jokes. <laughs> Let's talk about her and in, in the way they, they kind of show Yellow the Yennefer. magic. And, huh.
1: Yellow Yennefer.
0: let's talk about the way they represent the magic how they handled it what do you guys think of that whole the arc of of Yennefer's character
1: it's okay
2: I'm I I I like the character uh again I think the the character was cast really really well Uh, yeah she's I I couldn't see her doing another role now uh she's complex and i'm i'm hoping again in season two for more of an explanation why does she want a child so bad
0: well uh, you know i i don't i don't know if we'll see more of that in season two because i think all of that just was because that episode where she has to bury that baby um i think that's when it hit her that she just can never have that And she didn't realize, like, she felt like she was just tricked into giving up that ability at a young age. And feels taken advantage of, you know, even though she got all this other stuff, she would have traded it for that, for feeling that important to somebody. And I don't even know if it's a child she wants or because she talks about it when her and Geralt are having a few of their moments. (laughs) Um naughty, naughty moments,
1: magic (laughs) moment.
0: Yeah. They talk about, you know, and he talks about how she's important to him, you know, and I, that's, I think a lot of it is, is she, she makes a comment about she's never felt like she was actually that important to somebody and that's what she wants. That's kind of why she wants a child. I think it's a, something that really drives her. But now that everything happened the way it did, who knows where it's at. No. Um.
1: No, yeah, no. that's. I, I. I'm trying to th- put my thoughts together on on her character because it's. I think they could have shown her. They. I guess they finally did in the last battle. There, they're they're mm-hmm. having this all out like mages versus this whole invading force thing. Yeah. And she finally gets a chance just to unleash her power, and she basically does what I was I was hoping, which is like, I got so much magic juice, I'm gonna burn this whole forest down like a. Vicious. Just. Torch it. There's nothing. But left. she Just, saved
0: her yeah. teacher, who she hated the whole thing. Like she despised that woman, and in the end, she saved her.
1: Well, she was, yeah, yeah. I, she despised her, I think, at first. But I think it was always. There's always that a little respect. bit of a connection. There's, yeah, there. There, there's always oh. a connection because she, she did still care about her. I'm right.
2: tough, but I am fair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think she's done a, a really good job of convincing herself that she doesn't need anybody. And then she's kind of realizing towards the end there of this of this first season that you know what I am super powerful, but maybe I do care about people more than I thought I did. Kind of a thing, which is it's a you know kind of a standard story. Caring, but uh huh?
1: Her true magic was caring. (laughs) Yeah,
0: turns out she disappears because she's now back as a Care Bear. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I
1: just. She opened a portal with her Care Bear stare.
2: (laughs) Her and Rainbow Bright are gonna have, (laughs) yeah. Oh man, we're old. (laughs) Yep. I always like strawberry shortcake better. Well, (laughs) you know. Screw you guys. (laughs) Um,
1: When Geralt finally meets up with Ciri in the forest, and she's like, "Who's Yennefer?" So there's another little clue there that she's got more than she's got. She's got additional power beyond just, like, scream. Right. You know, all that well, unbridled scream could have powered the entire monster city from Monsters, Inc.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, when she screams when those, those guys are attacking her, mm-hmm. and, and she wakes up then, and you see what they are. Like, they're thrown into trees, bodies mangled, impaled on stuff. It's not, like, just a scream. I mean, grass is flattened. She mangled them and she's got some serious power. Well, the first guy with a feather though, she didn't mangle
1: the feather. But the guy that was chasing her out of the castle at the in the first episode. Oh, no, no, not helmet. that one.
0: Yeah. No. I'm talking about the four boys who she, towards a second to last episode something like that. Okay. But when she steals the horse and then that woman takes her back in after she stole her horse, the family she ends up with at the end. Yep. Oh, yeah by the pond there. Yeah. Those four guys that she was playing dice with or whatever on the street that she recognized from her city. She just kills them. Cause they were going to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> that, that
1: scene was crazy where that, so the family, they've got that one servant guy, the, the, the small guy. Yep. And he's just finally has had it and he just starts just <laughs> stabbing the crap out of the wall. I'm wow. like, Oh my gosh. Right. Oh pumped the brakes there, guy.
2: Well, and that, that, I think that was just another hint to the, the fact that that kingdom wasn't all that we first thought it was. It wasn't cracked up to I mean, they were treating people right. terribly. Oh, yeah. And once that guy had an opportunity for revenge, well. No, he revenged already. Yeah, he did. And well. it, it, it just was indicative of years of abuse. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not, they're not, they're not, uh, that's, and I think that's a nice uh, comparison to. Um, <clears throat> why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. There's no real solid good guy. Everybody is in shades of gray, and yep. I'm enjoying that too.
0: Yeah. So, Well, and the one thing I think The Witcher is doing much better than Game of Thrones, especially the, the first handful of Game of Thrones season, Morning is that yes, uh, both The Witcher and Game of Thrones are full of nudity. There's nudity in both. <laughs> yeah. There is yeah. violence in both. But the difference to me is that Game of Thrones always says. just felt like we're doing it because we're on yeah, HBO and we can With With The Witcher, most of the time when you see this stuff happening, there's a reason behind it. Like, it makes sense in the story. You know, when you see, there's a, this is when Geralt first meets Yennefer. Um, they're trying to, he, he's looking for a mage to help cure... Um Yaskier the the bard, because a a djinn has poisoned him or something you know he got cursed yeah. him, and he goes in there and they walk into this room, and it is just a massive orgy going on, and it's like, what in the heck? whoa, you know nudity all over, but yeah. then you find <laughs> anyway, out what this is it not is a family show what's that? no, it's not a family shot no all. no, not at all, but it wasn't like Game of Thrones, you just have characters having big monologues, you know in big dialogue scenes that just happen to take place in a brothel. Whereas with a witcher, you find out, yeah, he meets her there, but you find out it's, this is a display of her power as a mage. This is what she's capable of with just without even thinking about it. And then, you a little know, gratuitous though. I mean, it, it was, off. but I thought it, it, it felt more in line with the story, I guess. Than game of Thrones at times was just like, Hey, this person's naked now and they're going to have a big, you know, dialogue with the King stark naked, you know, just because we can, where this made a little more sense and the violence also. That's true. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the mountain crushing, what's his name's head, uh, House Martell or whatever, you know, that violent, but still pretty violent. So Yeah. I mean, they're, they're two completely different shows. It's yeah. just that they have the same kind of
1: feel. You know, right. Just be- because of the the period that they take place in, and some of the fantasy stuff and everything, mm-hmm. I mean, Game of Thrones. What I love about that show, I mean, it that show is all about the politics, right? And the and the different families and houses and the power plays and stuff and everything else is ancillary and a to it.
0: Bazillion characters, yeah, yep. a gazillion. Right. Almost well,
1: has almost half as many as were introduced in the last Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> almost
0: half. <laughs> <laughs> well, and anyway, that's the thing. Which has a lot of characters. Oh, no spoilers. Okay. Don't listen well, to our next show. I won't listen to <laughs> Witcher has a lot of characters we're introduced to, but n- not a lot of main characters. I mean, we literally have Geralt, Siri, and Yennefer as kind of the main characters, and then there's a, a handful, three, four, five that are kind of secondary. Your bard and and the evil mage, what's her name, Frangella or Frangella, something like that. Yeah. Um, the queen's kind of other yeah. mage guy that yeah. Yeah, and so I mean, you you and you've got just a handful of them, but n- not a ton of like Game of Thrones is. I mean, literally, you'd have forty main character storylines, and yeah. so th- it's going to be interesting to see what season two does in The Witcher. I'm mean, I'm excited to see where it goes. So am I. Very excited.
1: Agreed. So we should toss a coin to The Witcher.
0: <laughs> we can do that. Any Ooh. final thoughts on this? Like last. Uh, Last impressions we didn't touch on, or
1: I, I think as much as the Witcher kind of despises the the Bard, he really really likes him. Yeah, he's really his only friend. Especially, I yeah. really like the part where <laughs> the Witcher comes back and he's covered in slime, and the Bard's like toss a coin to your Witcher, and then pretty soon everybody in the bar is singing it, and they're they're all patting him on the back, it's like and the first time he's ever actually a positive reception.
2: You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think we'll see more of the Bard. I mean, I know, better. I know that character does play a bit of a role in the games, at least. Do you? Do you, do you think want... the writer of
1: the song? Oh, go ahead.
0: No, you you go ahead first.
1: I was going to say, the, do you think the writer of the song is just like, wow, yeah, I can't believe this took off because there's all these cover songs out there. Dave, you actually, Dave sent me a cover song of a guy that does metal music out of England, I think. And Mm -hmm. he did this amazing cover of it. And you look in the YouTube comments and the writers of the show went in there and they were like, this is
2: awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty incredible. That's a nice compliment. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's wild. You know, I guess that's one thing we didn't talk about really. Visually, just just from the, the technical standpoint of things, when you look at the cinematography, the sound, the music, everything, this series is incredibly well done. I mean... Every location, every shot is just so beautifully set up. Yeah, they
2: yeah. they I remember reading they're filming most of this in Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they've they have some amazing locations. Yeah. Uh you weren't wrong about the sound. Everything looks pretty there, there's been a couple of CGI things that yeah. I was like, meh. But Googly eyes. Know,
1: Well, that's where uh, one of my, one of my friends is like, you can tell there's a difference in the production between the, you know, Game of Thrones from HBO and this one, just as far as quality. I don't really see it quite as much, but you guys are pointing out some good things there. Mm
2: -hmm. And with the success that they've had with this first season, I mean, it's, uh, they've had, uh, a bigger, not a bigger impact, but there are more people who want to watch The Witcher than they want to watch Stranger Things. Yeah. And that says something to mm-hmm. me right there. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I read that a little while ago. So I'm imagining Netflix is probably going to throw a little bit more money at this. Well, so, and, and they, had a, they had season two inked, like agreed,
0: they extended it before season one officially dropped. You know, before it debuted, season two was already ready, you know, not ready to go. They haven't shot it yet, but I mean, signed on for season two and with the popularity of this, it's a no brainer, but I'll I'll tell you this, I'll challenge this, those, those people that want to say Game of Thrones looked so much better, maybe the last two seasons, go back and watch season one, two and three of Game of Thrones and tell me the Witcher doesn't look better because the the first few seasons of game of thrones looked very hokey like it was not bad yeah. but it looks like pretend i mean i can i watched game of thrones after watching the series uh, spartacus do you remember that on did you guys watch that at all? I didn't watch the series no. No neither did I. Oh, it's so good, but I watched that and that just had a level of realism to the violence and they did some kind of comic booky things with like the blood sprays and stuff, but the the way the costumes looked and the way everything felt, it felt real. Is that on and- Netflix? Uh No, that was a Starz. It might be on Netflix, I'm not sure. But I I watched it, Uh, it used to be on Netflix, but I think it was Starz original, I'm not sure. But it it was uh, very, very good. It ran for three seasons. And just amazing. And then I went to Game of Thrones after that, and I was like, what is this? It was like watching... Make believe dress up <laughs> land on Mister Rogers' neighborhood or something.
2: Meow 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 meow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's I'm how it felt Walker. like.
0: <laughs> just chintzy costumes, and the first few seasons of Game of Thrones were not visually stunning at all. Oh, I thought they were great. I mean, they're, they're I, fun. But then again,
1: I don't I don't remember the visuals of it. I just yeah. remember how
0: much I enjoyed watching it.
1: Oh yeah, story um, was great, but yeah, I'm, it's and you know I'm not into super gory stuff and you know i don't need you know you don't need massive amounts of nudity in these movies and stuff <laughs> you know to enjoy them um but the story it's the story that, that gets yeah. you hooked and and the plot and all the plotting and all that kind of stuff which is pretty dang cool right i'm excited for the second season too and i think we're gonna see a lot of witcher halloween costumes
2: this year mm-hmm. um i'm gonna dress up as yennefer i think
1: yep which, which Wait,
0: pre-transformation <laughs> or
2: post-transformation yes
0: depends on what time of night it is i see how you do it just the mouth bump (laughs) you know hats off to that actress her name anya shalatra i think is her name if i'm pronouncing that right i mean that had to be difficult because i don't know what they did with her mouth if they had her shove like something in there you know to make her uh have that big lump and bulge and, and carry the way she talked and everything was so different that, that was they, an excellent job,
2: like believable. I, I, I described that as getting uglified, yeah. and they, it, it was. It was amazing, the transformation that they put mm-hmm. her through. So I'd never seen her before mm-hmm. this television program. I mean, She's done yeah. a lot of Broadway,
0: um, mm-hmm. British actress, a lot of plays in Broadway, um, movies. She was in Wanderlust, um, and the ABC murders, I think, were her, her big ones. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I hadn't really been in too much. A lot of Broadway though. Mm. Very cool.
1: But overall, I guess I'd, I'd recommend The Witcher. Mm -hmm. I I think it's a good show. Um, obviously again, this is an adults only show. Yep. You know, it's meant for a mature audience. So take that into consideration. Do not let your children watch this or even be in the next room. Right. (laughs) Um, but overall though, I mean, it's, it's, it's one other great series that, Keeps you wanting to, you, you know, keeps you coming back. You want to hear the rest of the story. You want mm-hmm. to see how it ends. So
0: I know having <laughs> to wait until next, was it next fall of uh, 2020 to find out what, where this goes from here is going to yeah. be a long wait.
1: At which point I'll have to watch a recap or listen to this podcast again.
0: <laughs> well, I was going
2: to say, this is the show is so enjoyable. I won't mind watching it a second or maybe even a third time. Yeah. To be able to see things that I missed the first time round, mm-hmm. make some more connections. So, I think that's probably, you know, we talk about, we, you guys have talked about when you guys uh, do your super reviews, are you willing to watch this again? I mean, if you found it, would you be willing to, to go on through the channels? Oh, oh, it's uh, Caddyshack. I got to watch that. Um, (laughs) Well, maybe not Caddyshack, but still. Uh, So this is, this would be a show that I'd be willing to watch more than, more than once. Yeah,
0: nice. I almost started it over again the next day. Like I, I, after it (laughs) finished, I was like, "That was really good. Let me watch it again so I can now really enjoy it." Yeah, it was pretty cool. Now you wanna? Do you want a slight potential spoiler for season two? This is not official. Okay. In the games, Siri, you start off your tutorial. It's flashbacks where you are, you as Geralt, are with Siri training her to be a witcher really so we'll see if the if the show goes that direction I don't know where the books go with it but I wonder if she's gonna be kind of and I haven't played enough of the game to even find out for sure but it seems to me like Siri as a witcher but also as a mage that might be a pretty potent combination Mm. they'd probably be able to kill a few bugs them Nilf Guardians. (laughs) <laughs> I just meant like their monster hunting would be double powered. I thought you went, she was wearing an egg suit. <laughs>
1: yeah. Look, dude looked like that before he was an alien. <laughs> I'm an Edgar, you want sugar water? He asked for sugar water.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man.
0: Good stuff. I, I, actually,
1: I hope to see that Anya Chalatra in more stuff. She's She's good.
0: Yeah, she's very talented, and you know, I, it's yeah, one of those castings, eyes, like, it, it's funny, if you look up her, her page on Wikipedia, the first image you see of her, she looks like she's about 10 years old. She's not. She was born the year I graduated. What Ugh. picture are you looking at? Uh, just IMDb. Oh, IMDb. Oh, okay, you yeah. said Wikipedia. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. She IMDb. definitely does not yeah. look like she's ten years old. No, IMDb. The first picture, she's she just looks like she's about ten years old. Yeah, she's born in '96, which is the year I graduated. For crying out loud, but I mean, just really excellently cast. I mean, all around. I don't. I didn't have any strong feelings one way or the other about the casting on Siri. I mean, it's a a kid actor, so it's kind of like well, and there wasn't a lot of character development, just running you know, hiding, running, discovering some powers and running. But the two main characters with with Geralt and, and Yennefer, we saw a lot of character development. We got to know a lot more about who they were. And it's hard to see, you know, them as anyone else, you know, right. that, that they could have cast. They're just perfectly cast for those roles. I agree. I agree
2: wholeheartedly.
1: Well, very cool, guys. I think that about wraps it up. I think by the sound of it, all of us are recommending uh, The Witcher series on Netflix. So head on over and check that out. Chances are you probably checked it out before you listened to this podcast. I, I hope, hope so. But um, now that we spoiled it all for you, go, go check that out. Now for all things Digital Soup, you can head on over to podcast.com where you can find all of our links to all of our social media, all of our articles, everything like that course Hit us up on Twitter at Digital Soup Cast. And if you like what you hear, head on over to our Patreon page. We'll have a link to that in our show notes here or on our website. And I'd like to give a special thanks to Jesse for visiting with us today and for talking with us all about The Witcher.
2: Yeah. Thanks, I'm Jesse. Shucks. Thanks, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast, to all of you listeners, stay safe out there. Have an awesome week. And we'll catch you next time.
0: Take care, guys. Later. People. <laughs> later, you, Jennifer.
1: Later, Jennifer. <laughs> we'll see you later. Toss
0: a coin to your witcher. Oh, valley of plenty. Oh, valley of plenty. Oh, toss a coin to your witcher. A friend of humanity.